Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Summer Heat Wave presented by Brodo Fantasy. This is where we take a look at all 32 teams in the NFL during the month of August. Before we begin, patreon.com slash Fantasy is the website if you want to support the show. Some extras you can get on Patreon. You get an extra waiver wire show every single week. Access to the Brodo Leagues. Does your league suck? Well, this definitely will not. You will be in a league with other Brodo community members. You get access to the Discord so you can talk your stuff with them. Also, there's a tier where we will follow you on Twitter so you can DM us so the rest of your league can't see the advice we're giving you. Please visit BrotoFantasy.com. That is a one-stop shop for everything Brodo Fantasy. It features our exclusive stat, true throw value and true target value, plus rankings from fantasy pro experts Michael, Jason, and Tim Petrop. Waiver wires, start sit advice, everything you need is at BrotoFantasy.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for up-to-the-minute TD updates on game day and up-to-the-minute start sit decisions. And, of course, YouTube.com slash BrotoFantasy to see our lovely faces. So without any further ado, let's get it started. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. I'm out of bird sounds, guys. I've done way too many bird sounds. I didn't realize how many birds are in the NFL until I started making bird sounds. Why don't you just ask me? Start calling you bird, hey, man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Not terrible. We're back on the was, summer heat right. wave with the Arizona Cardinals. These guys have much better opinions um, on fantasy football than they do bird sounds. So let's, <laughs> gross. That so was let's get, that was really bad. Let's get started trash. right away with the offensive outlook. The big story of the offseason, Cliff Kingsbury brings his air raid system to Arizona. Um, this let's is hope something, they don't fall off a cliff. Am I right? I, I will say this. Um, it's become... In the fantasy community right now, uh, standard to say, well, since Cliff Kingsbury is coming in, we can expect this, and this is why I like to draft this person. I think that's a giant mistake. You cannot be certain about a guy who was not even over 500 as a coach in college coming in here and implementing a system that has provenly not proven to not work over time in the NFL, and expect him to implement a system with a rookie quarterback that's 510. And expect that to happen. Remember when Chip Kelly came and everyone was like, ooh, Chip Kelly offense? Yeah. Jordan Matthews is drafted in like third round, did not live up to it. The running backs all shared work. Now, am I saying that it can't happen? Of course not. But when every single fantasy analyst is like, you know, since Cliff Kingsbury, then that's not the way you, you go about these things. So let's let's try our best to figure it out. Kyler Murray at quarterback ridiculously high draft price. None of us are going to be owning him. But with that being said, um, what do you say? I don't care what Kingsbury's offense looks like. It's probably going to be air raid. They're going to pass a lot. First of all, that's not always a good thing. Yeah, especially with a young quarterback. You look at the McVay offense, they run a lot. Murray goes out there, young quarterback, throws a couple incomplete passes, gets sacked. Doesn't pass any time on the clock. Well, if he gets sacked, it does, but... And then the other team could do whatever they want. Run the ball down their throats. Not always the best thing to pass, although I do support passing over running. The thing I'm saying here is that people are drafting Murray for his rushing upside. When nine quarterbacks had over 300 rushing yards last season and five quarterbacks had over 420. Rushing quarterbacks aren't unicorns anymore. 
You get them in Mitch Trubisky, Dak Prescott. They don't need to be Josh Allen to be a running quarterback. So, sure, Kyler Murray. And that was also with Russell Wilson having a down year on the ground. So, and if Andrew you look Luck. at Kyler Murray. And Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, all those guys usually rack up some yardage, too. Sure. Let's say he gets 500 rushing yards. That'll be better than five quarterbacks. Is he going to pass well enough to pass them? Is he going to score rushing touchdowns from less than 15 yards away? Because he's small, he'll outrun people. But is he going to get the ball into the end zone when he's three yards away, running at the giant dudes? We don't know that yet. I've seen him draft in the seventh round. That's absolutely ridiculous. If you're doing that, get out of here. It's hilarious. There's no way I'm taking him as it's crazy. Like, it's I crazy. got it when he was quarterback 16, right? Take the shot on the rookie. It's yes, fun. Yes, yes, But he's being drafted like the seventh quarterback? No. Get Man, look, I understand I the appeal the about Kyler Murray. I'm a big Kyler Murray fan as a player. It's just fancy. Why We don't hate the player. We hate the ADP. Where he's going makes absolutely no sense. He was a ri- highest rated PFF quarterback in college last season. 11.5 yards per attempt, which is absolutely elite when it comes to that statistic. But look. He has to learn a new offense. I understand that it's a college-like air raid offense <clears throat> with four wide receivers split out pretty often and all that. Rookie season, Russell Wilson ran for, passed for 3,100 yards, 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Ran for 489 yards and four touchdowns. If Kyler Murray does that and you're a Cardinals fan, you're absolutely ecstatic. Yep. That's a great rookie season. Russell Wilson was QB 11 that year. Kyler Murray has to at least match those stats, and those are not easy stats to match. No. He's the shortest QB we've seen basically ever. I don't look into height a lot, but that he's literally the sh- he's like 5'10". We don't know how that's going to affect. We don't know what he's going to get from his receivers. Christian Kirk, yes, he looked good last season. It's his second year. Larry Fitzgerald, this is his last season. Andy Isabella, Hakeem Butler, Keyshawn Johnson... They're we'll, all rookies. We'll get to the wide receivers in a second. I'm I, just saying his weapons are questionable, too. Yeah. I, I just want to talk to the people real quick. Because if there's nothing you remember from me, remember this. The biggest myth in the NFL right now is that the NFL is becoming a pass-centric league. That could not be further from the truth. The running game is more important than it's ever been. Nine I know about that. out of the top ten teams in rushing attempts in the NFL last year made the playoffs. Teams are hiring coaches who are running centric. Look, you also the run running a lot game when you're winning a lot. Yes. It's controlling the clock. That it's or you're same just shit. When you're, winning. you're up. And what do you why are you touchdowns. running when you're winning? Cuz you're controlling the clock. Like I said, it is the biggest myth that there is and assuming that an air raid system from a rookie head coach is going to be successful right off the bat is irresponsible and you can't assume it can it happen yes don't run with the assumption david johnson for the running back outlook um he's going as one of the top five backs when you look at what he did last year it's hard to imagine it getting any worse and he was still rb1 um gotta love david johnson's talent that's why he's being drafted there the upside is he could be rb1 the downsides there though PFF it had is. David Johnson ranked as a bad running back last year. It's true. I mean, he had a lot to deal with. I know, with the team and all that. But his elusiveness wasn't there. He wasn't I mean, Saquon Barkley was on a trash team. Yeah. He was highly graded. He had a much better offensive line. That's what I'm saying. The offensive line is still awful. Yeah. Still awful, yes. We don't know anything about the Kingsbury offense. Last season, DJ saw 76 targets. 
Kingsbury in college, his running backs usually see around 14% of the team's targets. That's good news. That's good news. DJ will probably see a decent amount of targets this year. The air raid offense is going to – here's the big thing. If they're really going to do this air raid, four wide receiver sets, the defense got to spread out, and DJ will have some more lanes. I, I think that if there's one thing you could assume is that De- David Johnson has a better year this year because I think although I'm telling you not to assume that Cliff Kingsbury was the savior, it is fair to assume that he's not going to be as bad as a Steve Wilkes run up the middle the most of any team in the league type of team. Yeah. So I think if you're going to bank on one guy being better because of Cliff Kingsbury, David Johnson's the guy, although it's not a guarantee. It is definitely not a guarantee. And if you're – I don't want David Johnson this year. I'm, I'm This is coming from a guy that drafted David Johnson in the first round last year that won a championship with David Johnson two years ago where he was just the love of my life. I have a T-shirt with his name on it because of that sweater, I mean. I, I love this guy. Yeah. and You know, I'm, I'm trying to get the other guys above him. Not to mention that Chase Edmonds took mad carries from him for no reason yeah, last year. Um, not mad carries, but... Mad carries. Not mad carries. Mad, mad touchdowns. Mad touchdowns, too. No, what are you talking about? He had two touchdowns. Too many touchdowns. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go to wide receiver. Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, Hakeem Butler, these, uh, even Keyshawn Johnson, six-round rookie, Kevin White, the one and only. Talk about um, Kevin White right now. Who are these guys? Who stands out to you? I think Christian Kirk is someone that we all like uh, for his potential, but not necessarily. I, I, in his sixth round ADP, I'm not taking Christian Kirk. I'd rather, I'd rather have a guy like Dante Pettis. If you're know. going, I prefer in that situation. Pettis Kirk, but similar to Pettis, Christian Kirk, he's probably penciled in as a number one for the team. Second year, expecting a breakout, especially in this uh, new offense. Kirk last season in his seven of his last eight games had at least three receptions and at least 40 yards in all those games, not blowing you away, but consistently solid for a rookie uh, wide receiver. The thing that scares me about Christian Kirk is that this Kingsbury air raid offense, right? It's supposed to be the next big thing. Split out four wide receivers. They got Ricky, Ricky Heels Bones, <laughs> Ricky Seals Jones in the middle as well. How many targets are you expecting Christian Charles Kirk Clay. to see every game? Charles Clay as well. I mean, we see McVay with three wide receivers out every time, and they all get a shitload of targets. I don't think that yeah. that's, that's that much of a concern. I like the four receiver sets because you can have a slot receiver on both sides. People talk about, oh, why do they have Kirk and Fitz? Kirk was a good slot receiver. Why do they draft Andy Isabella? He's a good slot receiver. Also, people always want to put guys in bubbles. They could run different routes. They're NFL players. They're big boys. So if you look at what's going on, they're probably going to be a decent amount of targets to go around. Especially if the team is trailing a lot, um, which they might be. Kingsbury doesn't have a big um, winning track record record behind him. So I think Kirk is a decent wide receiver three. Fitz I like more in PPR because his yak abilities are just gone. He's an old man. I was going to catch it. In yeah, he's going to retire to Yakima. He's going to have to catch it in the end zone to score most likely. If I'm looking at the young guys, I'm not necessarily trusting either of any of them. They'll be on the field a little bit, but how many targets are they really going to see? I'm going to go Isabella of the bunch if I had to choose one. Really? Yeah, Isabella's very fast. He's a good route runner. I think Hakeem Butler's very raw at the moment. Both of them are rookies. I, I like Butler's some, I love um, me some Andy potential. Isabella. Keyshawn I hope, Johnson has good I reports. hope the answer's Kevin White. I'm rooting for that guy. Oh, man. I hope yeah. so. He's on the outside looking in. He would give them something that they don't have, though. Big receiver. Big outside guy. Yeah, they um, also uh, the lack of talent also. I mean, I don't think talent's <laughs> been the thing that has stopped Kevin White from succeeding. I think it's been injuries. And you yeah, saw that I mean, last yeah, year. When he had his chance to shine last year, he shined. 
What are you talking about, man? When he was on the field, he did well. He shined? Yes. He got like five targets. You blow my mind sometimes, Tim. Yo, See what guys, shine I want you to go back. And I, I want you guys to remember something. Talking about the shining? I watched every single Mitch Trubisky throw. Oh so I goodness. saw all the throws that went to Kevin White. And when Kevin White got the ball thrown to him, he made good plays on the ball. He shined. Yes, he shined. That's Ray what your shining is. All right, in three games, he went four for 92. There you go. Four catches. Like I said, five catches. But when he had the oh, opportunity, they were hard catches. Um, Charles Clay. Uh, uh, yeah. Clay Ricky Seals Jones. Bones. Let's let's no. skip the tight end. Um, one injury away. Who's the one injury around this? Wow, game? Kevin White's twenty-seven. I'm going with. He was drafted old. Anderson Isabella. Anderson's probably not his real name. Andy. I'm going Andy Isabella too. Duh. He. I like him as a flyer at the end of your draft, and he's just he's ridiculously fast. He's a solid Man's receiver. A burner. Yeah. I'm going Chase Edmonds. I think if Dave Johnson gets hurt, Chase Edmonds. That you know. He got two touchdowns last year. Two touchdowns. My two mind is blown that Kevin White's 27 years old. What did you expect him to be? Like 25? He's top drafted. He was drafted a few years ago, When you get ago, drafted dude. as a senior uh, out of college, you're 23. He was also drafted a few years ago. It's not like yeah, it was he's a like year ago. Five years in. I don't know. Michael, blow people's though. mind with your Twitter. Mike on the score, Patrop. Jason? Jason Patrop. At Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, frisky. real, real frisky. For a bunch of extras... Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash BrotoFantasy. Follow us on Twitter. We are going to tweet every single touchdown that goes down during the regular season. We're also going to give you up-to-the-minute fantasy advice. Um, At BrotoFantasy again on Twitter and Instagram. Also, BrotoFantasy.com for everything you need. Go check that out for true throw and true target value. This gives... uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Like a quant, quantita- quantitative, oh, quantitative. Uh, uh, like it puts a number on what it. Yeah, it quantifies what a target is worth. Whether that target gets caught or not, what is that target worth from the quarterback and from the receiver catching it? It is one of the easiest ways to make a start-sit decision ever. Um, and it's only available on BrotoFantasy.com. So go check that out. And until tomorrow, see ya. Later. Later.